pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down today's slate for you guys. Uh, I know MLB is back. Everyone is really excited for it, but we're still breaking down NBA over here on the Daily Fantasy Fix. Uh, So yeah, we're going to talk about a little NBA slate for you guys, so if you want to Look at some MLB content. We got tons of it over here on uh, Roto Grinders. We also have a bunch of NBA as well. So, uh, you know, check it out. It's a great time of year. Tons of contests going around. And just to kind of give you guys an overall breakdown of this slate. Uh, Fantasy Draft, they're doing this lock at 8 o'clock. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to, you know, get the, uh, you know, get your. NBA fix on at 8 o'clock and is when it's separated from the games. That's great. Uh, FanDuel, they're doing a 7.30 lock. And then DraftKings, they're doing a 7 o'clock lock. So three different lock times for NBA. And then uh, obviously we have MLB lock in uh, around 7 as well. So it's going to be a great day all around. We got early MLB contests. We got the main slates at NBA. Everything's going on. So it's going to be a fun day of sports. And uh, hopefully you guys can win some money. But let's dive right in and start talking about the games. And we'll start at the 7 o'clock game. We got the first game of the slate. We got the Chicago Bulls and the Orlando Magic. And we're going to kick this thing off with the Chicago side of the ball. And, man, tons of injuries to worry about, right? Zach Levine, he's out. Chris Dunn, questionable. Markinen's questionable. Felicio's questionable. Zipser's questionable. Blankany, he's out. So, man, it's it's tough to really break this thing down, like, at this exact time. And it's only on the DraftKings slate. So the more and more I think about it, I think it's better just to kind of note, like, you know, the guys we have been playing, you know, like the Pains, right? He's someone that's going to be interesting. We have to watch for news with Chris Dunn. So that's going to be important. Uh, Valentine, he's a guy that I think we can still be targeting, but it's going to depend on, you know, if a guy like Dunn plays or whatnot. It depends. You can be on minutes restriction. You don't know that. Front court situation, right? If Markin and Felicio are out, sure, I want to target guys like Vonley and Portis. I think it's going to be great spots for those guys. Uh, on top of that, like Robin Lopez, I know he got ejected last night. I don't know how serious it is if there's possible suspension from him. I just know he was really angry. I saw on Twitter. I didn't get to catch like the full thing of it, but I saw him just screaming at people on Twitter. So uh, I didn't see if the league responded for anything about it, but. I think it's just one of those situations where we're going to have to wait on news with the Bulls. So, uh, you know, if you're playing on the DraftKings slate and playing this game, then I think this is a good game to target. It's the Bulls and the Magic. No defense will be played. Uh, it'll be at a fast pace on both sides. So they'll just be running up and down the court a ton. So, yeah, I think you want exposure to this game. and You really just have to wait for news in order to kind of make your decisions on things. Let's go over to the Orlando side of the ball. And, you know, they have some injuries too. They got Jonathan Simmons. He's questionable. Evan Fournier, he is out. That's going to be news that's going to be really important because if a guy like Jonathan Simmons doesn't play, you know, we're going to look at some of these value guys like the Mario Hazonias, the Wes, I can't say his name, but Wes Uwundu, I think is his name, yeah, Wes Uwundu, he's going to become sort of interesting, right, as a value play if he gets enough minutes, but 
it's mainly look at those guys at the wings, right? Uh, who's going to get some more run there? I think Aaron Gordon could be like one of the biggest beneficiaries and really have a nice ceiling game. Vucevic, he could obviously crush in this matchup. So I think there's there's some upside there with him. I think those are the, like the, the two spend up guys that you kind of want. And, you know, kind of targeting a guy like Hazonia sounds like a really good idea uh, as a value play if a guy like uh, Simmons sits in this spot. And if you want to target the guys like the Augustines and Max, they're priced up a little bit. They still have some upside at their price, so I think they're fine. Let's go on to the next game, though. We have the Philadelphia 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks, and this is definitely a game to look at and want to get some exposure to because we have the Sixers. They are, without Joel Embiid, this is definitely going to be something to uh, you know monitor here down the stretch and uh, really just kind of take advantage of. With no Joel Embiid, who's the main targets here, right? Uh, I think the main guys you want to look at, Rashawn Holmes, he can always be interesting, and this is a good spot for him to really like kind of thrive, I think. Probably don't think he's going to get in some foul trouble here. I know that's one of the issues he has, but I think he could stay out of trouble here. Uh, again, it's not one of the, it's not easy for him, but he's going to be a really good value right now, and the price is only going to go up, so I think Holmes is a good value. Dario Sarch is a really safe play. You know, He's going to... He's going to have a pretty solid game, right? You feel like in cash games, he's super safe and still has upside. Uh, there is a chance that maybe he doesn't pay off the price to, to be on the winning tournament lineup. I think there is that possibility, but he's one of those guys that, man, I'm getting a ton of exposure to him. Probably like locking in my lineups if I'm making a team, like, you know, who's a first plug-in guy. It's probably Sarge for me. Uh, I like him. I, I'm wondering like if the ownership, if there's like reasons, maybe stay away, right? But I think you're probably getting too cute when you try and do that at this point. Then we look at Ursan Ilyasova. I think in his price... He's going to be interesting playing in like the mid 20s. I'm sure he'll get a decent enough run if he's hitting his three pointers against you know revenge against his old team against the Hawks. Uh, he could certainly be a decent value. Ben Simmons definitely takes a hit without Joel Embiid. It hurts him. Uh, you know if you look at the court IQ, it does hurt him without Joel Embiid. So I'm going to stay away from Simmons at this price. Don't think we need to be targeting him here. With Embiid kind of losing, uh, you know, losing all that usage and whatnot, that's definitely going to help out some other guys too. Like in the backcourt, we're going to have to see someone take some more ball handling responsibilities. Maybe even like a Robert Covington. Uh, you know, he's been pretty solid the last two games. Uh, price is decent around the industry. I don't hate maybe mixing and matching him in tournaments. Even JJ Redick too. He kind of stepped up big. Uh, I could see some more shot attempts from him from three. So uh, I don't hate maybe maybe going to him or even like a Markel Fultz. You know, Fultz he played th- 14 minutes and then 13 minutes. I don't know. I really think that if if you hear that Fulch is going to you know play twenty minutes in this game, let's say they do that. Let's say they say, hey, we're going to give him five five to seven more minutes. At this current price, I think Fulch is really interesting. Just the amount of shots that they're encouraging him to shoot, and he's really filling the stat sheet too. I mean, here's his two games: ten points, four rebounds, eight assists, and then three points, five rebounds, and seven assists. I mean, that's that's really nice to see him contributing on the boards and assists, like. So I think Fultz is definitely in play if we hear that he's going to get a minutes increase. I mean, he did pay off that price even at where he's at, but I, I kind of want that minutes increase for me to really want to be like super interested in him. So yeah, definitely think he is uh, in play, and we're going to want a lot of these Sixers here against the Hawks. I think it's a good spot to target. On the Hawks side of the ball, it's a tough situation because like we got Dennis Schroeder. He's doubtful. So not expecting him to play. And then we have other injuries here, right? Bembry, he's still out. Delaney, he's still dealing with an injury. So, you know, on the Hawks side of the ball, like, kind of have to decide what we're going to do in the backcourt. If there is no Schroeder, this is going to be a big target where we can get some value. Like, Tyler Dorsey, I think he's going to be someone that's interesting and in play that we can, can we can consider. He does have a really low, uh, you know, low, low floor, but he does have a nice ceiling. So I think Tyler Dorsey is in play, but the real guy we want, I think, is Isaiah Taylor. Uh, you know, Dorsey Dorsey was the guy that we were looking at, but Taylor has thrived the last two games. I mean, 31 minutes, 28 minutes, and then going for 30. We're more fantasy points in both those games. 
I think T- Taylor's the guy we want. I know the price has kind of uh, you know gone up a little, but I still think he can be really good in this spot. So I like I like uh, I like him here, Isaiah Taylor. I think he's a value that we can still target. Uh, Damian Lee too. Uh, you know I've kind of liked him. Uh, you know probably from the start. I've been on him for a little while here now, and he's been a really solid value play. I still think we can kind of take advantage of him at this price, and still think he we can get away with it. So uh, I don't mind Damian Lee too if Schroeder sits this game. People like to make fun of Torian Prince, but man, with no Schroeder, I mean, he's still putting up a ton of shots. He's still kind of getting there every single time. I think Torian Prince is a fine, solid play. Feels great as a cash game play. Just seems like he's going to get you at least 30 fantasy points and has the upside of more. So yeah, give me uh, give me some Torian Prince here. I think he's a perfectly fine play. And then the front court, I don't know. The front court's a little bit healthier. I don't know. I'm kind of kind of more so staying away. I just don't think we we need to go here in this spot that bad. So, I don't know. I think there's other guys I'd rather play instead. So, I'll pass on that. Actually, just got word that Jonathan Isaac and Wes Uwandu is going to be available for the Magic. So, that's definitely something to, uh, you know, something to look at. Again, still waiting on Simmons news. So, that's really going to be what's the more important thing for this slate. But let's go on to the next game of this slate. Uh, we have a pretty solid game here. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New Orleans Pelicans. This is definitely a game that you uh, you know want to want to look at, want to have some interest in. The Pelicans, what do they do? Right, they don't play a ton of defense. Uh, they play at a fast pace. This is going to be great for LeBron James if you want to pay up for LeBron. Uh, you know, I agree it's a great idea, but I also think playing, paying up for Anthony Davis is a great idea. It's kind of a really tough decision on this slate. Which guy do you want to pay up for? I think the real key is, like, position scarcity. Uh, I know on Fantasy Draft and DraftKings doesn't matter as much, but on FanDuel, that's kind of where I would debate it. Uh, let's look at Fantasy Draft and see the pricing here and kind of what we should do. On Fantasy Draft, we have... Davis at 20.7K, and we got LeBron at 21.9K. So I think taking the price savings on Davis is perfectly fine, and uh, don't hate doing that there. And then over on DraftKings, we get Davis at 11.6 and LeBron at 11.8. So that's tough. They're both, like, you know, forward eligible. I don't hate maybe the idea of going to LeBron James instead, uh, maybe putting him at small forward if you if it, you think it's a day where you can load up on, uh, you know, centers and power forwards, stuff like that, because that seems like that could be a possible route where you want to do that today on this slate. But obviously, again, kind of, uh, you know, thinking things through, it's like, it's it, they're both great plays, right? It's I mean, if you're gonna tell me, you know, uh, one of them's not a good play, you're you're crazy. They're both great plays, and I don't think anyone's like, oh, I know that LeBron or uh, you know Anthony Davis is the better play. Like they're both great plays. Whichever one you think is best, I think you just go with, uh, you know, follow what you think is is best in this spot. I don't know which one I'm gonna end up doing uh, here, but it'll be fun. Uh, it kind of depends on the construction, and uh, yeah. The, the Pelican side, though, I mean, I think Drew Holiday, too. I think we can, we can go and get some exposure to the Pelicans through him if you want, right? If you don't want to pay up for Davis, say you pay for LeBron, but you want to find other ways to get exposure, I think going the Drew Holiday route is fine. Rajon Rondo's a game-time decision, so that's going to be important to find. If, if he doesn't play, right, that'll be a nice boot nice bump for drew holiday that'll help a guy like ian clark each more so that's important news to definitely watch for and kind of monitor here let's go to calf side of the ball again lebron great play someone to want to you know have some interest in we have kevin love he's still going through concussion protocol he's questionable have to wait and see what's going to happen with that news you know if a kevin love doesn't play i think that could definitely be interesting for a guy like larry nance he only played you know 19 minutes in the last game but you know he had a lot of fantasy points and if they actually give him some run he could definitely crush in tournaments in this spot here and they might need his size right against a guy like anthony davis so uh you know they go the okafor davis route a lot and i could just see them using needing larry nance's 
length here in this spot. So I think he's a perfectly fine play. George Hill, he still has upside at this price. So if you want to take a shot on it, I don't hate it, but probably not something I'll end up doing on the slate. I just know there's like people that do play George Hill. So like, I don't want to like poo poo it completely. I do think it's something that's, uh, you know, an interesting play from an upside perspective. Nikolai Miritich has been really bad recently and like price has just plummeted. There is upside at that price. If you want to take a shot on it, I get it, but understand there is risk and he has not been good recently. So that's something to uh, definitely note. But for me, man, it's really trying to just stay really tight with like, you know, going Davis and, and LeBron and like kind of keying on the guys who are really getting a good amount of usage and not take so many risks here and uh, kind of just, you know, take those free points with those guys. That'll about wrap up this game though. Let's go on to the next one. We got the Phoenix Suns and the Houston Rockets. Uh, I didn't mention the total in the last game, by the way, that game is at 229 total. So again, uh, you know, the game that people are going to be targeting. Uh, but yeah, this is a 217 total between the Phoenix Suns and the Houston Rockets. This is definitely uh, a game that will be uh, fun to get some exposure to, one that you want to uh, probably probably target a little bit, and uh, for good reason. There's there's some injuries here, so there's going to be some value. We got Chris Paul. He is currently dealing with his hip. He's questionable. So if he doesn't play, a guy like Harden could be good. But again, we're playing Phoenix. That's kind of a problem. Could be a blowout. I could see them ease off Harden and not give him the fourth quarter run to really get there. So instead of spending on Harden, you know what? I'm going to spend on Davis or Braun and just kind of pass on Harden on this slate. If Paul doesn't sit, though, like Eric Gordon, he's still someone that I'm looking at, especially against the Phoenix Suns, who struggle against guards, especially on FanDuel. On DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, he's priced up a little bit, but he is a great price right now over on FanDuel, and I would get a ton of exposure to him. Gerald Green, too. I mean, this will be a great spot for Gerald Green. He's going to be a guy that I'm getting... Pretty much all my lineups if Chris Paul sits. Also think with Ariza too, like, oh man, like Ariza, questionable. If he doesn't play, that's going to be great for Gerald Green, more opportunities. And this is a great time for him to really just clean up and uh, chuck up a ton of shots while James Harden just watches from the sidelines. Also Luke Richard and Bob Mutek, he's out too. So with him, not out, he's questionable. So if he doesn't play, I mean, that's just still more opportunities for Gerald Green. Like all these guys kind of soak up, uh, you know, minutes at the uh, wing. And uh, yeah, I just think this could be a great spot for him. Even a Ryan Anderson, I think that there is some upside here at the price. It, it's a risky, like, really, like, dark tournament play that could have upside, but I don't know. Uh, I think I'd rather, you know, go to maybe a, a Clint Capella instead if I have to pick, like, a big man or anything like that. But, yeah, he's going to play in this game. I think he's an okay play, but, again, I'm really keying in on, like, the guys like the Jello Greens and the Eric Gordon. I think they're just going to give them opportunities just to chuck up a ton of shots and uh, kind of ease off the Clint Capellas and the James Harden, right? They're going to get their run, but they're not going to, you know, be dragging them out there in the fourth quarter. And I think there's really just a lot of opportunities for them to mop up. And, you know, Harden just to, def- to defer to these guys and say, hey, you put up your shots, you, you get you get yours, and I'll get my assists here and there and get, get my buckets when I want to. So yeah, that's about it for the Houston side of the ball. Well, uh, let's look at the Suns. And the Suns, they got some injuries they're dealing with too, right? Devin Booker, he's questionable for this game. If Devin Booker plays, he'd be a great tournament play. But again, he's dealing with an injury, so that's something to obviously uh, be a little worried about. Alfred Payton, he is questionable too. I'm kind of frustrated with Alfred Payton because I played him the other day when he wasn't even owned. I think he was 0.4% owned because I saw on Twitter the beat writer said, oh, no, Alfred Payton actually wasn't on the injury report, but then he was, and uh, there was a giant mess. So I'm going to stay away from Alfred Payton uh, after that whole thing. Uh, so no no, no thanks for me there on, on Elf Payton, and he's been really bad recently. Uh, Alex Len, he's questionable for this game, and if Alex Len doesn't play, who are they going to play, right? 
Are they going to play, uh, you know, Tyson Chandler at center? No, he's out, so no reason. It'll be big sauce Allen Williams. He would definitely get some some run. And, you know, here's his, here's his two games so far, 15 minutes, 19 minutes, and fantasy points, 15.5 and 12 fantasy points. Not the greatest, but we know he's a point-per-minute type of fantasy guy. And if he gets going, uh, you know, if they give him 24 minutes or 25 minutes, he could have a big game at, like, almost mid-price. So I think he is certainly in play and someone to consider. I could also see this game more so becoming, like, a dragon bender game where he gets a lot more run and, uh, uh, you know, maybe they just go small, you know, go Bender against uh, Ryan Anderson at the five. I could totally see that. So I think there's opportunities for Bender to have a big upside game. Not a guy, again, I'm like jamming my lineups, but I think in tournaments you can take a, a dart throw on him. But, it, you know, we have TJ Warren. He is out. So if Devin Booker sits too, Josh Jackson becomes a really strong play, someone you're going to want to really consider on your teams and, and get a lot of exposure to. So I like him here. And then in the backcourt, if we have all those injuries happening, we have a guy like Troy Daniels, who's been someone that we've been targeting. I know Shaquille Harrison, he was on one of the winning tournament teams last time, played 30 minutes, had 36.8 fantasy points. I could see taking a dart on him again uh, if you want to. He was on one of the winning teams at like less than 1% owned. I don't think he'll be 1% owned, less than 1% owned this time, but he's still going to kind of be low owned, I think. So I think taking a shot on him isn't a bad idea if you're making multiple tournament lives. Then we got Tyler Eulis. Again, if Peyton's out and Booker, Eulis, he played 37 minutes. Uh, and, you know, he did pretty solid. And, you know, Eulis is not a guy that we roster because he's good at basketball. We roster him when he's playing like 40 minutes. Like, like last year, he had a stretch where he was playing like 40 minutes every single night. And this could be a spot where he plays a pile of minutes. So I think Tyler Eulis is an interesting value play as well on the Phoenix side of the ball. Again, uh, this news is going to be super important. And, uh, you know, on Fantasy Draft, it's an 8 o'clock lock, and we'll have all that news in time. So uh, check that out. Let's go on to the next game. We have the Denver Nuggets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is a game, you know, with uh, pretty good playoff implications, right? The, uh, the I expect them to both play pretty hard. The Thunder are, you know, fighting. There's basically in the playoffs but you know they're still fighting uh you know russell westbrook doesn't stop for anything and the nuggets they're really trying to make the playoffs and they need this win big time uh this game is on the road when they're gonna have to really try uh hard to beat and uh, we have some injuries still gary harris he is still out so that's gonna give me some exposure to jamal murray and will barton those are two guys I'm, I'm really looking at and i think that they can be pretty solid plays so uh, i think that they have uh you know solid the upside is not as much there, but they're solid cash game plays. I think Will Barton is maybe the guy I'm, I target more for the upside and the safety as well. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm uh, what I'm thinking to do here. Other than that, I really don't want to target. I know this is like a game I want to target because it's like oh, it's a t- two teams that are gonna you know play hard, uh, you know, high total, you know, they're fighting for playoffs and whatnot. You should see tighter rotations, but I can't trust Mike Malone. That's one of the issues. Jokic, I would love to play him, but this is not a great spot for Jokic against a guy like Steven Adams, so I'm going to pass on that. Bill Sapp's kind of messed some things up with his return, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just me. I'm really just targeting that Gary Harris value with uh, between Barton and and uh, Jamal Murray, and that's kind of all I'm really looking to do here in this spot. Let's look at the Thunder side of the ball, though. I mean, if you want to pay for Westbrook, that's the way to you know beat the, the Nuggets is at the point guard position. The problem is I'm paying for Davis or LeBron instead. Uh, it's just kind of simple. I don't really want to pay for Westbrook here, and he hasn't been as good recently. Uh, I get it, though. He's matchup-proof. He's a guy that could absolutely crush in this spot. And again, this is a good matchup. It's not like a... I said he was matchup-proof, but like, is it, that's not even what I mean. I more so meant like... He's a guy that can crush in any matchup, and like even if you know you're worried about what he's done recently, he could come out here and have a 90 point fantasy game. Like he can just do that. So uh, if you think he's going to be under owned because everyone's all over Davis and LeBron, I, I get it from a tournament perspective. If you want to target Westbrook here in this spot, 
Paul George, I just don't play him. I'm not going to play him. He's too expensive for my liking. Uh, I'll pass on him. I don't like taking dart throws on him and trying to figure out what spot's right for him. So I'll pass on Paul George. I, I'll keep doing it. If he burns me, he burns me. And then Carmelo Anthony, price is still kind of cheap, but I don't love this spot for him. So I know it's the revenge spot against Denver, but I think it's been a while, and uh, he's terrible. So I, I don't play uh, Carmelo Anthony either. Steven Adams, I don't actually don't hate his price. I think he's a perfectly fine play. We don't really worry about Jokic, you know, defensively. You know, he's not that great of a guy down low uh, on defense. So I think Steven Adams could definitely do do pretty solid here. I just don't love his price that much on a site like FanDuel. On DraftKings, let's see what we have him at. He is uh, 7.2K. I don't really like that price that much. That's kind of frustrating. Even fans should have 13.5K. I wish the price was cheaper, but, you know, if you want to play him, I wouldn't hate it. But I just, I think there's better, uh, better options at center at, at that price. Rather kind of pay down instead. So... Uh, I'll probably pass on him. And again, this is a game that you look at, and I'm like, man, I kind of want to get exposure to it, but I'm having trouble finding the right routes to uh, just a lot of guys you kind of want to spend up on and whatnot. And I don't know. Just probably a game that I say I want exposure to, but it probably doesn't happen as uh, much as I think it should. All right, let's go to the next game. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Dallas Mavericks. It's a 216.5 total, and Timberwolves are five point uh, or six-point road favorites. This is a game that, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. I just, you know, got the tanking Dallas Mavericks who they kind of play whoever. They're all over the place with what they're doing. We got Dwight Powell. He is probable for this game. Dirk Nowitzki, he is probable as well. But uh, it, it could easily change with this team because, you know, they said they were, like, playing, like, Nerlens Noel one day and then Salah Mejri another. They're kind of all over the place with what they're doing at, at the forward spot and center. So, I don't know. Again, they're... I'm not going to probably target any of the Dallas Mavericks here. If I target any of them, it'd probably be through the two guys who are kind of safe to me, Dennis Smith Jr. and, uh, you know, Harrison Barnes. And that's kind of about it. But again, I don't love them that much. And I think they're fi- I think it's fine to fade the Dallas side of the ball on this slate. If you look at the Timberwolves side, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler is still out for this team. And with Jimmy Butler out, like Carl Anthony Towns has been a guy just been having to do a lot of heavy lifting. This is a great spot. How do we beat Dallas? We beat him with the center position. And Carl Anthony Towns is coming off that big 50-point game, 15 rebounds, right? 56 points, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, uh, 1 block. I mean, 81 fantasy points. That had an incredible game, uh, which is absolutely awesome. And, I, you know, I get if you want to play him here, but he's kind of starting to get a little priced up. I think he's more so on DraftKings more of a play. Uh, and I think it, fantasy draft too, you can do it, but uh, I don't know. I just don't see myself really. I don't really somewhat see myself going this route on this slate, just because going against a tanking Dallas team. I don't know. It's it's Thibodeau, right? He's you know he's going to get his minutes. So if you want to play Towns, I think it's perfectly fine. He's probably going to get his minutes and whatnot. But uh, I likely am just spending my money elsewhere. That's kind of the uh, kind of the problem here for me on this slate. Jeff Teague and Wiggins are a little priced up for my liking, so I don't know. I think this game overall is just one I'm going to kind of stay away from for the most part. If you want to play Towns, I get it, and if you want to mix and match like the Teagues and Wiggins, I don't hate it, but I just think they're overpriced and whatnot, so uh, I, I'm just going to stay away from this game for the most part. Not one of my favorite games. I kind of hope it just doesn't burn me and not one that I, I really want to get a ton of exposure to, so... I will I will pass on that one and kind of go on to the next game, which is the Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah Jazz. This is 197 total, and again, probably a game just to absolutely stay away from as far as possible. The only reason to have some considerations are the injury situations, right? Tyreek Evans, he is out for the 
For the Memphis Grizzlies, Andrew Harrison, he is out as well. Uh, expecting Marcus All to play. If we get word that he doesn't play, then it'd be interesting, right? We'd have interesting guys like uh, Jermichael Green, Deonta Davis. They they become certainly in play. So kind of news to watch for. But again, this is against Utah. Rudy Gobert defense. Probably not something I really want to target too much, uh, especially with them pushing for the playoffs. So. I don't know. I think Memphis is an easy fade for me, and I'm just going to stay away from them at all costs. If you look at the Utah side of the ball, I mean, the main guys to look at always are Gobert, Favors, Rubio, and Donovan Mitchell. Those are the guys I really kind of key in on. And, I mean, I get it. If you want to mix and match these guys in your lineups, it's fine, but they're kind of priced up just in general. I just think it's a stay-away spot, a spot against uh, Memphis, who's a slower-paced team. I know they're tanking, so they're obviously not as good as they've uh, you know been, but I don't know. I just think it's a fine spot to stay away. Like it Maybe take shots on like Rubio at 6.7K or Gobert at 7.6 and Mitchell at 7.5 on like DraftKings. I don't hate maybe mixing and matching them throughout your lineup. Again, though, it's a 197 total. Like, this is, you know, Vegas uh, predicted this one for a reason. They they have it at 197. I just rather target some of the better game environments in the games. That matter a little bit more. I know this matters to Utah, but, uh, you know, Memphis is really bad, and I wouldn't be shocked if they were up by so much and then maybe Utah eased back late in the game. I don't know. Just... Again, not the sexiest uh, game for my liking, so I'm probably going to do my best to stay away. I just, if you want to mix and match, uh, you know, Gobert, Rubio, and Mitchell on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, I don't hate it. Wouldn't talk you out of it, but again, probably not something that I'm going to end up doing on the slate. Let's go to the next one, and this is a good one. 217.5 total, a game that you definitely, I think, want to look at pretty strongly is the Los Angeles Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers, and definitely a game that you, you know, want to play the the Trailblazers are I think they're not giving up again they lost to the Grizzlies the other day but that was without Damian Lillard Lillard should be back for this game I believe I don't know if he's still going to be out with the baby but we have no word on that so uh yeah I could see him having a big game right a little narrative street the the new kid narrative maybe it comes out has a big game but uh I think it's a good matchup for him in general so I like him more than CJ McCollum would rather play pay for him than CJM instead other than that, though, you know, we got Mo Harkless, he's out, so Evan Turner, he obviously gets a little bit of a bump, but I don't know, I'm just not uh, not really interested in him, especially how bad he is, he's just not that great. Uh, I think this could be a decent spot for an Al Farouk Aminu, I don't hate him if you want to spend up on him, but I really like Nurkic, uh, I know his price has gone up, but I still think there's still uh, upside for him, last three games had 40 fantasy point games, I don't know, I've been kind of on that, and I, I've uh, kind of benefited from it, so that's maybe why I kind of want to pay up for him at that price, and still kind of take advantage of it, like fantasy draft 12.1k that's a great price on him even drafting sue 6.5k way too cheap he should see 30 minutes i think he's gonna get another 40 fantasy point game so i like Nurkic here in this spot i think he's a really interesting play here to target on this slate uh, but that's about it for the Trailblazers. Probably just keeping it simple. Lillard, um, you know, take some tournament throws on him. Again, he's kind of a little expensive, but he has upside still. Nurkic is probably my favorite play on the Blazers. And then uh, don't hate Aminu too, but if it's between Nurkic and Aminu, give me Nurkic instead. Clippers side of the ball, though. Uh, you know, this is definitely a, a team that I've been targeting recently and definitely been enjoying. But this is not the easiest matchup for them against Portland. Portland is a pretty solid defensive team. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, I normally like him and normally want to get exposure, and I I think he could have a solid game here, but with Nurkic on the other end, I think I'm just going to stay away from Jordan. Don't think I need to pay for him. I also think Tobias Harris doesn't have the easiest matchup against Aminu, so I'm kind of going to stay away from those two and maybe more so target the backcourt a little bit. Take advantage of Lou Williams' cheap price and hope that he hits the upside here. Wouldn't hate maybe taking a dart throw on like the Austin Rivers. I think he could have some upside here, but again, uh, I don't know, not not one that I'm going crazy with. I think it's mainly Lou Williams and even Tyrone 
Marshawn Wallace. Uh, I don't hate maybe going at him for cheap. He played 34 minutes the last game against Phoenix. Don't know if he'll see that again against a team like Portland, but uh, I think I see him definitely having a nice uh, 25 minutes uh, or so. So I, I think that maybe targeting Lou Williams and Tyron Wallace are the two guys I'm liking most on the Clippers side of the ball. Let's go on to the last game of the night. We have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Lakers. This is a 220 total, and this is something that we're going to want to look at and have some exposure to, right? We got Giannis against the Lakers, and, you know, the, the Bucks are still fighting for, you know, hopefully trying to get the home home advantage if they can in playoffs, or at least, you know, maybe get a draw that they like instead. I think this is a fine spot for Giannis. I do worry about him a little bit because of guys like Middleton who are there. Uh, you know, Middleton, Parker, Bledsoe, they're all kind of taking a little bit of his usage. So I do worry about that a little. And again, it makes me want to just pay up for uh, LeBron instead. If you look at the price differences, though, let's look between sites what the difference is in price. You got Giannis at FanDuel. I, I think it's you just find the money for LeBron on DraftKings. You go, so 10.8K. Eh, I think you probably find that money for LeBron. I bet Fantasy Draft is a bit different. Now, Fantasy Draft, I'd probably still find the money for LeBron. Uh, so yeah. Let me find the money for LeBron instead of Giannis, but uh, I wouldn't talk you out of it, right? If you want to game stack this game, if you're going to go get a lot of Lakers in your lineups, I understand, hey, let's 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 get Giannis in there too. Let's run it back with him. So I think that's perfectly fine to do. Brooke Lopez is a guy I want to talk about. I think he's a really good player. I mean, last two games, 40 fantasy point games. I mean, not only that, I mean, he just had a ton of 40 point fantasy games, like one, two, then it's three, four, f- five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So in his last 10 games, he has two, four, six. He has like five 40 fantasy point games. I mean, that's for half the games. Like, I just don't see how we stay away from Brook Lopez here. We like to target the Bucks with centers. Like, this is a great Brook Lopez spot. I think he's someone to definitely get exposure to. So yeah, uh, Brook Lopez, definitely target him here on this slate. Even Julius Randle, I like him. Guzma, all these Lakers. Reason why you have to like these Lakers, just they're getting the minutes, man. All the minutes are there for them. They're, they're running a tight rotation. I know Ingram's back, so that's going to hurt uh, hurt Kuzma a little bit, right? That, that'll that definitely run into his minutes a little. But with Lonzo Ball dealing with an injury, that's, you know, that's going to be very concerning. He's questionable for this game. If Ball doesn't play, I could see Ingram basically sliding into running point guard and then just going kind of point forward with Ingram. He'll see a nice usage and hopefully he gets a little minutes bump from the 23. So, again, I think Ingram's going to be a phenomenal play, someone I would definitely get exposure to. And uh, yeah, again, all these Lakers load up on them. On the uh, on the Bucks side of the ball, I think you just kind of keep it simple. Go with Giannis. Uh, don't mess around with John Henson. Don't think it's necessary. If you want to take dart throws on Eric Bledsoe, I think you can go for it because he still has upside at this price, but not one of my favorite plays on the slate. And then Middleton, he's been super safe and consistent. If you kind of filling out your lineup and he fits there, I don't hate him just taking him from like a cash game perspective. Or just if you like your tournament team and think there's a lot of upside and just want to say, hey, I'll take my 30 to 40 fantasy points or... You know, I, I think it's just fine to plug in Chris Middleton there. But that'll about wrap up the slate, guys. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me on this NBA slate. Again, we also have MLB, which I am super excited for. Uh, I love MLB. It's uh, one of my favorite. Probably, it's up there. It's, it's probably MLB and, uh, and uh, NFL are my favorite DFS sports. And NBA is right behind it, too. But uh, I don't know. You know, new season. Definitely uh, just a nice breath of fresh air and really excited for uh you know this year in mlb dfs so thanks a lot for joining me uh, and uh keep keep playing the nba contest once playoffs come back too that'll be a lot of fun and uh it'll be a little more predictable and a lot less uh you know random scratches and whatnot that can be a little frustrating and nba will be a little more fun but again uh don't miss out get in some contests too guys uh i'll still be playing some tournaments and uh trying to hit the hit the big uh big prize pool so again thanks a lot for joining me and uh i'm travis mangone and i am out Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. 
We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. 